you are listening to Crying for Information, there is 100% chance you missed this beast. Um, welcome, everyone, to the pod. It's been a, a, two weeks waiting. And I'm not going to lie. I've missed the pod. You know, as someone who records the pod every day, I, not every day, every week. Sorry, I got caught up. Um, every week, I have missed doing this, you know, takes time to plan these pods as anyone who's ever been on but let me tell you it is a pleasure to do it i also love talking as you guys know um so this this podcast gives me a way to talk um tonight we have a humongous guest the three-way might have gotten canceled by the second person who was supposed to be in here you know who that is um but we still got a great pod tonight uh me and the daytona host daddies Cannot wait to let him on. Um, before I let him in, he is in the waiting room right now. I just want to give a couple a couple things, as in two. Um, number one, the black jersey of the week goes to me in the playoff hunt, and I lose to the worst team in the league. Kind of unacceptable. Um, and after that, the NFL power rankings, my number one team in the NFL power rankings of the um, Alpha Beasts is number one i will repeat number one again because it's a big deal to get number one not many people get to be number one in life but this team gets to be number one in my power rankings the number the number one team is the buffalo bills right i know they've had a couple bad losses but i love the bills um i love to keep wagering on them great team um i think they have a long a big chance of a long, long shots the wrong word i think they have a big chance to win super bowl this year my number two team on the power rankings, it's, I hate to do it, um, but I think my number two team right now, even though they lost, it's got to be the Rams. I just love where they are. Um, I think they're going to be great. This is not my power rankings right now. This is my power rankings for the playoffs. My number three team, see, last week in the NFL fucks my power rankings up because I want to put the Ravens as my number three team. But because they lost to the Dolphins, I just can physically not put them there. Um, so I got to say – my number three team in the NFL power rank is going to be the Cowboys. Cowboys are a force to be reckoned with. Can't wait to see how long they pull up. But right now, after a huge win last week, they got to be number three. Number four, Patriots. They just look awesome. Um, pretty simple why they're number four. Um, and finally, my number five team, I got to put them up there also. Um, I kind of hate to do it, but it's got to be the Packers. Right, I know they're in nine and one, eight and one back. Kind of think they're fraudulent. We'll talk more about it on the pod. But let's welcome Don on the pod. Um, woo! All right, here he is, the owner of the Daytona Haas Daddies, Dylan. I have to apologize. I was uh, talking a couple minutes about some thoughts I had. Three quick minutes about my power rankings in the black jersey. But happy to have you on. And his iPhone is still connecting. There he is. Look at you look handsome as ever. And you gotta unmute yourself. What does it say I'm calling in on? Um, Dylan's iPhone. Okay. So here we are, Dylan. How are we feeling tonight? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Who's got watch the child? What's up? You have the child with you, or is Ellery, or is he sleeping? Um, yeah, wife's got him. He went to his bedtime's at um, his bedtime's at nine or eight. Uh, so I'm playing a little cod. There we go. 
We should play after this. Down. We get uh, get a, a dog on. Exactly. Um, but so happy to have you on the pod. It's a pleasure to have you. Two weeks waiting. Um, as I said in the intro, unfortunately, we have no three-way. Would have been a fantastic um, meeting of the minds. By the way, Dylan has his Liberty League Champs of the League shirt on. Not a big deal. Pretty big year 2016 was. People still talk about it. Um, but as we continue, unfortunately, we do not have our third in here tonight. Um, kind of killing our three-way podcast. But better than ever, we have the Daytona Hostetti. So let's just get right to it. Um, if, when we look over the league right now, and it's been two weeks, so it's it's hard to break down week by week what's happened because I don't want to spend 35 minutes discussing two weeks. So I kind of want to give a breakdown of what happened the most prior week, so last week, and then kind of um, go from there. And it'll be a more quick breakdown. But if we look what happened, um, I think the number one mistake, and I gave myself the black jersey, was me losing to the lollipop winner, Daytona, I mean, the Dirty Mike's Meat Locker. Dirty Mike's just beating me by 50, 75 to 124. I don't even need to go to the breakdowns. He just had a great week all after. I played terrible, um, putting myself at five and five for being an early contender, and Mike kind of just coming out of two and seven and kicking my ass. So that's what happened last week. I'm at number five, probably not upset, but – standing shocker of the week. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, I, I thought I was going to play while I was doing this, but I think I got to focus at least for a big part of it. Um, yeah, I'm going yeah, I'm gonna, to I need to pull up the app and uh, take a look at this. But, no, you know, I think the meat locker, um, you know, he's caught a lot of a lot of shit for not performing well all season, but uh, his team playing well. They're playing well. Um forgot to mention it earlier in the chat about how tight the league is and I'll, i'm gonna i'm gonna dive into that a little bit later so i'm not gonna say too much but uh i think that's uh really showing itself here in the last couple of weeks yeah um i mean just i don't think we need to discuss that game much i just got my buttocks whooped um and as someone who kind of needs a pump-up speech from myself, as we've seen pump-up speeches from me have worked. I think my team needs a pump-up speech. Uh, one in four in the last five, not looking good. Um, congrats to Dirty Mike. Next, we'll go to the kind of low-scoring game of the week. Nucci in the huddle beating Teaches Peaches 89-85. to 85. Uh, Looking at Nucci's team, his team did not play well. His high score had 19 points, a.k.a. Ezekiel Elliott. And the high score of the Deaches Peaches had 25. The problem happened was that consistency was low on the Deaches Peaches, other than McCaffrey, everyone in single digits, um, four players in double digits for Nucci in the huddle. Kind of, well, what do we think is going on with the Peaches? From early season Could you hear me when I went off, when I get off uh, Zoom and went to the app? When I, when were you talking? Here, to see if you can hear me now. I'm going to keep talking, all right? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. All right. Um, you know, what's going on with the Peaches? Um, I think he obviously – I mean, I think he had it. I mean, he threw the bank at, uh, at AP. Um, I respect the gamble. I think he needed to do something. You know, he's kind of stuck there in the middle of the pack. Uh, you know, he's missing McCaffrey all, all year, and he needed to gamble on someone. I mean, Peterson might pan out. Um, 
I mean, that running back situation is something I, I was kind of going to talk about later too. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's going to pan out, but I, I don't see it happening. I see Peterson probably getting him, you know, an average of eight to 12 points a week. You know, um, he's got solid players, though. I mean, I'm looking at his lineup. He's had Pittman, which was a steal that he got in the draft. Absolute steal. Uh, I mean, obvious, obvious weak point quarterback uh, with Trevor Lawrence because Murray's out still. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that was the last minute play by him, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, must have been. I don't know if he did. He leave AJ Dillon on the beach on the bench last week. Who don't? Uh, yes, he did. Yeah, it's tough leaving him on there. Um, I mean, he's got a solid. He's got. He's got a solid team, and I think he's still well within. You know, I'm not gonna be surprised if Beach is in the playoffs in three weeks. Uh, I mean, five and five. I mean, I'm also five and five. I don't know. I think he's a team – he kind of got screwed over with his quarterback situation. But as you said, the big problem was not starting A.J. Dillon. Um, we'll see. Like, fantasy is a game of hot and cold. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm looking at – and this is probably going to bite me. This is probably going to bite me – bite me right in the butt this weekend because um, I'm playing the huddle. But, uh, you know, I'm playing nookie. <laughs> but uh, – I'm looking at their rosters right now, and I would rather play Nookie than play the Peaches. And I actually, I think I do play the Peaches in two weeks or three weeks. I've got a pretty tough end of the season. I think I play Nookie, the Peaches, and uh, then uh, Come Dog. So, no, I mean, I would agree with that statement. I mean, the Peaches just have an inconsistency in the lineup. I mean, Lamb was hit this week, but Nat Bean's probably in the next one or two weeks he'll be missed. Um, Darren Waller kind of has been – I don't I don't really love the Raiders no more. And the Chargers have stunk, so that's why Williams' numbers aren't up. We'll see. I mean, Nucci is a problem because he's got Lamar, Zeke. Um, and just between those two, even though I just shit on the Raiders, he has Josh Jacobs, Hopkins on this bench. I think we're a team we have to walk out for in the future. Yep, yep. I mean, I like I said, I think all these teams are playing pretty well. So, yeah. Um, so next, we'll move on to Petey Pablo is getting beat by uh, the G spot, one twenty-one to eighty-four. Just a big blowout. Petey Pablo is not looking good, three and seven. High score was Derek Carr. Um, Patrick Mahomes, big game for the G spot. Just kind of an ass kicking. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean. This these teams they're this these are just kind of uh, you know this is the bottom of the bottom of the league. Um, I was I think uh, I think the G spots they former league champion. I don't I don't remember actually, but you know they've always been pretty good. Um, and you know obviously an off year for him. Um, little surprised honestly by Pete the most. Um, I mean you look at his team just on paper and the guy's got, he's got some horses, some absolute horses. I mean, Chubb, Connor, Barkley, but just consistency wise, he can't do it. seems like everyone on his team has been injured at some point or has an off week um, at the wrong time. So, and I think at one point he had cream hunt too. Didn't he have Chubb and hunt? Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that was a risky move by him. I know he, he moved hunt. I forget who he got for him. Uh, I think it was Henderson and a wide receiver, but I can't think of a wide receiver. 
pretty. I mean, and he's got Henderson. I mean, I mean, Pete's got a good. He's got a good team here. I mean, I don't. He got, he kind of got killed by the injury bug. Yeah, yeah. I think the injury bug killed him, and just a couple guys like you know his guys either being maybe more boomer bust. It seems like I'm not sure. Yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, I. This seems an interesting one to look at because I mean, originally in like week four, if we go back to the early pods, kind of no Barkley, no Chubb for a while, no Russell Wilson. Uh, Evans was in and out, and it was the team you didn't have everybody. Kind of tough. Um, so I, Pete's kind of out of it. Sorry, Pete. Gardner, Gardner put him spells in the spot. Next, we go to your team getting beat by the Keg Stand Sam. Um, hot the Keg Stand Sam. They are. Um, just a consistent team. Looking over consistency. That's the big word for me. And with no Alvin Kamara or Aaron Rodgers starting. For you, I think we look at your team. Debo Samuel had the huge game. I, I called it out a couple weeks ago. How do you think about your team right now? I thought I thought they kind of boomed too early. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't I don't buy into the the, the peaking too early because if you look at my guys. I'll talk a lot about my team. I am. I I've been saying for a couple of weeks now. I'm nervous. I'm very nervous about the what my team's going to do. I don't think it's their peaking too early because my my consistent performers, like Devo, you know, like Robinson minus one week with an injury, you know, they've been performing. I'm even getting a lot more than I should out of Waddle probably, but it just you know same thing with Chase right. He was on bye this past week. And had a slow week last week, but you know I'm still getting a lot out of those guys. But Derrick Henry going down um, really took the wind out of my sails a little. And you know, I, every year I do the same thing. I, I don't really go for an all-star quarterback. Um, I lucked out this year kind of with Burrow, who was I think a pretty decent, uh, I'd say, upper end, middle-rated quarterback for fantasy. Um, you know, but if he's not performing at his top level, uh, it really hurts my team, you know? No, so, I got to agree with that where, my, like, I feel like Joe Burrow, great quarterback on a lot of weeks, but also just because he's young, kind of hit or miss, um, which is what yeah. you, like, really hit. And if he's hitting, Jamar Chase is probably hitting. And um, he's not Jamar. <laughs> yeah, so. Nice little double dip, so. Probably should bet the Bengals also if I was you. Um, but I uh, know you're not a betting man, obviously. Uh, but if you're starting those two, they have to have a big game. But looking at your team, feel good about them. we got to get to the next game, which uh, Beast Cox versus Get Downs on it. Beast Cox just getting exposed. 71 to 107. Uh, Kevin's big players were Stefan Diggs and the Eagles defense. N- nothing really going for the Beast Cox. Anything you want to say? Uh, you know, I don't I'm think it even, needs a big explanation. I'm not even going to look at, you know, the performance from that game. I'm just going to say right now. Mm-hmm. And oh, maybe, oh. I, maybe I should save this for the three-point stance. But, you know, mm-hmm. what? I'm just going to say it now. Get downs on it. He's the hottest team in the league right now. Oh, absolutely. Hot. I know it's a hot take. But this guy was – wasn't he a couple weeks ago? Wasn't he the lowest-rated team? Yeah. I mean – I mean, I, let's let's save that take for your three-point stance because I love that take. Um, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll talk more. And, and, you know, I will say, you know, obviously he's going against, uh, you know, Dumb and Dumber over there, the freaking 
dual ownership bullshit. So, uh, you know, it did feel good. It felt good seeing a former champion, you know, someone of my caliber, a yeah. member, a member of the club, if you will, you know, a member of the Heisman house, get, get a win over those clowns. No, I agree with that. Um, it was good to see. I wouldn't say it was um, an upset by any means. Cause as you said, Kevin is one of the hottest teams in the league, but great. Just a great victory to see by Kevin over the Beast Cox. Finally, we got to look at the learners football team versus take a shot. The closest game of the week, reason I had to save it for last. Uh, take a shot, loses 111 to 112. The closest game of the week, as I just said. Looking at the box score, take a shot was kind of carried by Dak Prescott's 21. Um, but Cormac and the learners football team carried over just with more consistency. I kind of hate to see it because I think Cormac's team should save this for the three-point stance, but they're overrated. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, the, 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 the learners, I mean, they're winning. They're winning, so I'm, not, I'm actually not going to say anything ever negative about them. They're in first place. They have a two-game lead. Um, I see where you're coming from, but they find ways to win. You know, mm -hmm. uh, you got to respect that. You know, maybe they're, they're playing up to their blue-collar legacy. They're not flashy. By no means are they flashy. They probably can't even spell flashy. Mm -hmm. No, and the thing about his team is that I think in the last four weeks, he's won on Sunday night football, Monday night football, Monday night football, and Monday night football. Will that luck last? Yeah, wow. He even had his, even even uh, his tight end put up zero points to, too. I mean, he just keeps getting lucky. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bash the guy. First place, got a little respect there. No, gotta agree with that. I mean, so now that we've covered all those games, anything you want to say on the past two weeks? I mean, it's been a big shakeup in the league. I think. Um, Obviously, uh, I've been, I was, I was, you know, on a six game win streak. Now I've lost past two. Um, I thought I was going to steal one here from, from uh, the old keg stands, but uh, I didn't. And like I said, I'm worried about my team's performance. I'm, I would say if there's a hot seat, uh, my team's on it for sure. And uh, very solid chance. Uh, I think that we could miss the playoffs maybe, honestly, you know, by a game. I can see us win it going one and two next three. But uh, besides that, I said I already mentioned, I'll talk more about Kevin's team later. Um, besides that, I am impressed how tight the league has gotten. You know, I, I think I made a comment at one point about when I was talking, maybe going against dual ownership, which I'm still against for many reasons, but that uh, some people in the league were really dumb and I didn't want to basically play with them. Um, I'm very impressed by uh, how tight this league is right now, uh, standings-wise. Obviously, every team, even if they're pretty lowly ranked, uh, looks pretty solid. No, I got to agree with that statement. Um, I think it was week two I stated that I thought the league would be more spread out this year. Totally wrong. Um, totally terrible call. And looking at our league now – I think the next four weeks will obviously be the difference maker. But if someone goes on a four-game win streak, 
they are in it other than other than any team that's three and seven. There's only three games left. Three? Ooh. So should we hit the standings now then? The what what is it? Standings? Sure. So I think the learners football team is almost a lock. 100%. There we playoffs. I mean, there's that. Well, I mean, what would it take for have they clinched? See, so if they they lose out 100%. So, oh no, if they lose, no, they haven't clinched because it's gonna go, it could go down to a t- if they they have to win one game to clinch. Okay, yeah, because if they lose out, any of these five and five teams could uh could pass them. I think the tiebreaker is points four. So yeah. Unless it's head to head. I'm not I'm not sure, but I think it's points four. Yeah. So looking at his team, uh he's gotta be the number one. So if I guess you gotta say he's the Georgia of our fantasy league right now. Um not a big deal, but kind of a big deal. Cormac's team is a unit, a lot of close games. I don't think they'll do well in the playoff though, just like Georgia. Don't think he's going to win at all. Um, kind of a fraudulent team. Any thoughts on that? I mean, I, I, I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. You know, he hasn't been – you know, he didn't put up big numbers this week. Um, I know he's been in a lot of close games, but he has put up big numbers other weeks. I mean, it's. I feel like it's a whole other ball game when you get to late in the season and you're playing these two week playoff games, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm not going to, if this is a regular season game, week to week matchup, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I think Cormac's got a shot against anybody in a two week matchup. I don't know. You know, I don't know if you can catch a, catch a team on their heels two weeks in a row, mm-hmm. you know, you know, especially if it's infrastructure week in Boston. <laughs> you know, I mean, his team is – would you compare them to Georgia, though? Would I compare them to Georgia? You know, like, if we're doing – I think Georgia's better than – I think Georgia's better than the learners. Then who is our league's Georgia? I don't think our team – I don't think our league has a Georgia. No, I don't think it does. I think – I'm trying to think of a, a, a team that the learners would compare well to. But, you know, he's like that undefeated college team mm-hmm. that has a lot of ugly wins, I think. Some very impressive wins, a lot of ugly wins, no losses. So I almost want to compare him to Ohio State most seasons, not this season because mm. they have a lot. But most seasons, I feel like Ohio State loses early, you know, and then they blow yeah. a bunch of teams out. Then they have close losses, and then they lose in the first round of the playoffs because, you know, they don't really play anyone during the regular season. But, hey, right. yeah. Dif- different discussion, but. I don't think we have a Georgia bottom line. I don't think we have a no, Georgia. And I think you're right about that. I, it's, I mean, when I mean Georgia, I kind of mean the team I think is the number one team in our league. I don't think we have an undisputed champion. I would have said it would have been your team if Derek Henry had not gotten hurt. Kind of know, you probably know how I felt about your team at those moments from listening to podcasts. Um, yep. But the learners football team is just number one. And that's what I mean by Georgia. So number two, this is so, this is what we're looking at the standings. You're number two, actually. I would say your team um, is Cincinnati. 
a hundred percent agree. hundred percent agree. I mean, I was, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. People are said, doubting you. Um, the, the moment you said the learners were uh, Georgia, I said, I'm Cincinnati. I'm not doubting me. I just know that I'm saying from what my team looks like, I'm concerned. I'm concerned. My boys need to get their heads on their shoulders. Um, I'm just saying from the outside looking in, that's what I would see. If I was another team, I'd say, hey, all right, they were hot, hot, hot. And now they're, you know, they're not looking too great right now at the tail end of the season. Mm-hmm. They'll up at the top, but, you know, they're, they're very, very, very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. No, like they're one loss away from being in trouble. Yes, I agree. One loss away from being in trouble. Uh, three, this is funny how this works. The cake stands, Sam, another team that doubted himself early on. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say we have an Alabama in our group. I would say Sam is kind of an Oklahoma, always a sexy team. Um, just like Sam is a sexy man. Uh, I think we need to think about how Sam's teams are always sexy. They can put up a lot of points here and there, but a lot of the times they end up failing. Um, sorry, Sam, but that's how I feel about them. And I think this year he's six and four. If he makes the playoff, will I be surprised? No. If he doesn't make the playoff, will I be surprised? No. If he wins a championship, will I be surprised? Yeah. And that's just kind of how I feel about his team. Thoughts? That's like the Oklahoma thought. For, for me, Sam is the uh, he's the Ohio State of this season. He yeah. lost a lot of questions about the team. Defense looked horrible. Who's this kid at quarterback? Oh my gosh, he this this you know this ain't the guy that yeah. was Sam's team first couple of weeks of the season, but you know now he's rolling. Um, you know if you're an Ohio State fan, if you're a Keg Stand fan, you're excited about how your team looks right now. Mm-hmm. You gotta agree with that statement. Then at number four, we have Nucci in the huddle. Nucci, uh, I think I, I think it's pronounced Nucci actually. Mm-hmm. Um. His team's Oregon, just and just like kind of fraud. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree. Uh, I get some Oregon vibes. Um, maybe some Michigan State. Maybe he's going to play spoiler for someone. I don't know, but he's not winning a championship. Mm-hmm. Um, number he five. might play spoiler. He might play spoiler for me this week. I, I don't know. I've already said that. So, number five, we got. I'm just going to go over the top five. N- number five, we've d- got downs on it. Hot team in the league. May as well start the three-point stance there. Let's get serious on the spod right now. Let's just All get right. into the real topics. Um, so that's what we're kind of looking at the playoffs right now. So our big four, Cormac, um, or the Learners football team, Daytona Hostatties, Keg Stan Sam, Nookie in the huddle. Got to look at those teams and kind of be impressed. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree, and it, I'll kick us off the three-point stance uh, since we we got to we got to uh, Downsy. So, I think it's the hottest team in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it could be a Cinderella story of a beaten-down champion that everyone doubted coming back to win the championship. And if and I'll just go down his roster, and I love it. All right, at quarterback, right with Herbert, a guy that can sling it, um, a great offensive line. A great run game. Okay. Probably some questions around the defense. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what their schedule looks like the rest of the season, but with that offense, I think he's got a lot of points there. 
Najee Harris. I think Najee Harris is probably um, at the top of this later kind of, um, or maybe I was just talking about it in my own head, but I think the NFL is starting to, to move away from these, like, you know, all-star running backs um, and move, move to more towards like uh, running back by committee. And, you know, I think if you have a good offensive line that really running backs are just a dime a dozen anyways, I think there's, you know, no more than, I don't know, seven, eight really true stud running backs that like, it doesn't matter where they are. They're going to be a factor yeah. regardless of around. I think Najee Harris is early, but I think he's going to be one of them. Um, you know, one of those Derrick Henry, um, you know, Zeke when he was younger type running. No, back. I agree. I think you look at him and I mean, especially because, Roethlisberger is not a great quarterback. They got to give him the ball a lot anyway. A lot of receptions, a lot of chance for big plays. Harris is a beast. Yeah, right. So, yeah, Harris. And you got Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell. I mean, how good of a running back he is, is he? I don't know. You know, I don't I, I don't know, but I know freaking Kyle Shanahan and freaking run the rock. Last week, what was it, Monday, <laughs> Monday night or Sunday night? I, I, I know that I needed less than four points to beat the keg stands. All I had to do was throw just – you know, two little short passes to Debo, and I would have won, right? But they've ran the ball for two straight drives just to run the clock out, and they just imposed their will on yeah. the ramp, All right? So, I mean, regardless, Mitchell's just going to get carries, and he has a great offensive line. And now with Kittle back on top of Debo, Ayuk looks like he's rolling a little. I think that offense is going to be moving. Stephon Diggs, right? He lives in a horrible city, um, pretty bad fan base, but, uh, you know, talented player great athlete he's had a slow start but uh i think the bills probably pick it up in the latter half of the season little mm-hmm. little shake up in the middle but i think they get better uh deontay johnson's not a bad second um you know and the rest of his roster there i mean think it's fine t higgins is, isn't bad right pretty solid dj moore could be a dj moore could be a you know he's a great receiver you know maybe him and cam make something special happen in these last first games and uh, he becomes a starter on the roster for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, so we just call your first the three point stance and get downs on it is a problem. I think it's a problem. I mean, you know, is that influence for my, my infatuation with, with the downsy? You know, maybe, but. Yeah. And then I'll, my first top hot topic, and I, I kind of hate to call someone out like this, but I mean, it's the hot take industry, so it's got to be hot. Um, I don't think the learners football team is made for the postseason. I just Ooh. don't. I think that he's had way too many close wins. Um, one of those things I think right now, our league is so tight. I think that at some point regression is due as someone who's a gambling man myself. Um, regression is going to happen for him. Although I do love his team um, in some aspects and I love his hustle. Um, he is blue collar. I just do not think that his team is made for the long haul. Okay. I mean, I, like, we already said so much. I don't want to say any more about it, but I'm going to respect them because at the top, but I don't, I don't disagree. I don't disagree at all. Mm -hmm. Um, for my, for my second leg here. Yeah. You know, I don't know how much of a hot take this is, and this might surprise some of you in our, in our, in the audience, uh, you know, I don't really, you know, I don't talk that much. I don't have that. I don't, I don't really let people know my opinion very often. So, uh, no, no, but no. Turkey, 
worst dish on Thanksgiving. Worst part of it. Wow. Overrated. Why? I mean, is it really turkey? I mean, is it anything more than just a, a ceremony? It's a, it's a vessel for gravy, I guess. I mean, it's just, can you make it good? Yeah. I mean, you could, I guess if it's deep fried or, you know, and I've had some good turkey, but it's, it's, it's definitely, you know, it's above cranberry sauce, I guess. You know, it's, it's behind stuffing. That's for sure. It's behind mashed potatoes. Of course it's behind gravy. I mean, gravy is the original sauce. Of course it's behind that. Turkey's, I mean, ham, ham is fatty. Yeah, it's I'm, juicy. I'm I, I think ter- you're right. Turkey is more of a ceremonial thing, but it is still good. I mean, with it needs gravy, but I can't. It needs gravy. But I don't want to agree with you, but I kind of agree with you. I mean, I love a little turkey in the skin and stuff. I get it. I love it, you know, but it needs gravy. Gravy doesn't need turkey. I, yes. 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 Um, I agree. Not with your take, but I agree with your statement. As educators, we understand that. The difference yeah. between those two things. Former um, or... Uh, my second take has got to be that, uh, I, I hate this season of fall. Um, Oh God, what? I I hate this. I, by season of fall, I meant this part of fall, love the early part, but it's now the part where gets you, you're kind of sit standing outside at nine, like four 30. And you just look outside and you're like, I can't believe how dark it is. It's incredibly cold. 24 7 or 24 7 is a strong way to put it um but it's just like the wake-up call to that we're no longer in the summer and i think that this is the worst part of fall um yeah i don't yeah i don't love it i will actually i I wouldn't mind a little this part of fall is tough um the leaves are gone uh we need i wouldn't mind a little snow on the ground i like a little snow on the ground for things i like a little snow on the give me the snow on the ground before you give me this yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to dub, try not to double up on takes here. But uh, today at the dining hall was breakfast for dinner, and uh, I got another food one. And uh, most overrated breakfast food, pancakes. Mm. <laughs> I just, wow. you know, I feel like it's for children. I think it's for children. Pancakes are for children. You know, the only way to make them good, you got to dress them up. Chocolate chips, fruits, you know, all kinds of crazy syrups, whipped cream or something. That's mm. for children. You know, give me the sausage. Give me the bacon. Give me the biscuits, the gravy. Back to the gravy. I explained something about me. You know, eggs, omelets. So, what, so what's your take on waffles and French toast then? I mean, I, waffle, I mean, it's, I, don't, I don't love it either. I mean, if you cover it in, like, chocolate or something or, like, you know, a bunch of fruits and stuff, all right. Um, but, again, no, I'd rather have a – French toast is all right, but you're basically just eating syrup. And I, I, I'd rather go – give me the give me the meats. Um, you know, give me a biscuit, give me some eggs, and I'll take a sweet coffee. You know, give me some, give me some of that peppermint mocha, 
creamer in my coffee. That'll be my dessert. Nice iced coffee. <laughs> or a mimosa. Um, interesting take. Um, I'll, I will hit with a food take myself then. Um, and going to more of the school, yeah, I think the best school food is this, this might be not the hottest take thinking about it has got to be uh chicken fingers just like straight up from the dining hall there's no better dining hall food consistent sauces can put it like if you want to eat a lot of them you can use them as you want if you want to be healthy and put them in a salad you can put them in a salad uh just a large variety of it can put it in kind of anything you want and chicken fingers kind of just hit the spot in that sense and i'm not even a big fried foods guy I mean, yeah, I agree. I mean, chicken fingers are one of my favorite foods. I am a big fried foods guy. Shocker again there. Um, but just so many options. It's a great, it's a great vessel for dipping. Ranch, blue cheese, gravy, honey mustard, Chick-fil-A sauce, Polynesian sauce. Ooh, I got some Chick-fil-A sauce on service. Barbecue sauce. I mean, whatever. You can dip it. You can ah, you names I, you know, we could do, name something and I'll tell you if I want to dip it in there. I mean, another food. I'm not sure what food I want to eat, want to dip a uh, chicken finger in. Mm-hmm. No, spot on. Um, so love those hot takes. Um, Got to pull up the. Um, so, any other stances you want to cover quickly? No, no. Looking at the agenda, I think I had some other stuff. Yeah. All right. So uh, our next segment is going to be called Father Time. Uh, fatherly thoughts about our league and life. Um, so I'll let the father go away. What are some of your father time thoughts as a as a new father? Oh shit. Uh, about the league. About anything you want as being a father now. Man. Fuck. I would say oof. you did send me this agenda ahead of time. I didn't I didn't look at it too much the second one, but fatherly thoughts. That's okay. I'm kind of I'm gonna say I think in terms of the league, in terms of you know using my fatherly knowledge. Maybe some people could uh, show a little care, more care for the league. Maybe, you know, maybe show like they really do care about the league in the early parts of the season, you know, around draft time, coaches meeting, mm-hmm. owners meeting, you know, that stuff well, they could show. I know who you're talking about. I mean, I, I can, I can take it away if you're not, if you know, already go first. My first thought, fatherly thought of our group is I think we need to stick to our roots um, I think we need to stick to not a lot of rule changes, uh, kind of conservative values in that sense. Um, and to add on to that, well, I, <coughs> well, I sneeze. Um, I think the only thing I would ever consider is maybe going to two team, uh, two owner teams if people would want that. And I kind of spoke my thoughts about that last. <coughs> Sorry, getting a little uh, pollination in my room, so to say. And uh, and that would only be – that's a different discussion, but I think we should uh, – my father time is stick to our roots in our league. 
I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, besides, I mean, non-league stuff, fatherly advice, what can I say? You know, uh, when you're changing a diaper, it's not playtime. It's not playtime at all. Get in, get out. That's I've learned. Uh, that's how you don't get pissed or shit on. Um, enjoy, enjoy those. Uh, enjoy being able to just like leave the house, go where you go places. It's uh, the changes once you have a an offspring, and uh, yeah, probably uh, some some people probably shouldn't have kids. I would say. Mm, mm. Not necessarily an argument. I think that we're going to have some great fathers in there. Oh, shit. I did have another hot take. The three-point stance. A little four-point stance. It was going to be – I mean, this isn't really that hot, I don't think, but it's already been kind of talked about. Um, you know, I probably shouldn't have margaritas before this. Um, <laughs> for the end of next year. So, pre-2023 – Two more guys in this group chat, and the group chat will be engaged. Before twenty twenty three, two. So by the end of next year, two engagements. Can you give one of the two? I'm not gonna name names because honestly, I'm not sure. I have ideas, but I think there is a solid four guys that might. All right. Well, if you won't name names, I'll name names. So. I- I think it's going to be in our fantasy league or in our group chat. Um, I think it's a yeah, group chat, group chat. I'm going by that. So two. It's got to be Colin or Neil. I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, those are definitely on my short list. I think there's others, but those are definitely on the short list there. No. You gotta agree with that. I mean, I think me. I mean, I mean, I think Pirello is a is one that you're just like, how's it not happened yet? He's so handsome. He's gotta get married. Yeah, I mean, now that's a father. Pirello probably has. He isn't even a father. He probably has more fatherly advice than it. <laughs> no, gotta agree. Um, another father time advice I would have is no longer looking at the league. I think that there are some people who kind of need to step it up. Um, and what I mean by step it up is there are specific members in our group chat who I think need to get called out for being a little bit too into running right now and being a little bit too into fall, fall weekends. And I think his initials might be NC. Um, but not a lot of group chat chatter from him recently. Um, seems like he's kind of embracing the fall and relationship love life. And just, I, I haven't seen a lot of, I mean, I just haven't seen a lot of him in the group chat and I miss him. Maybe this I've, is one of those. I, I've got to agree on that one. You know, I think maybe he's on the short list of a couple other things we might have talked about earlier. <laughs> I've got to agree. You know, a little fatherly advice maybe here. Um, uh, I think maybe maybe some people, you know, maybe maybe lay off the IPAs a little, right? <laughs> lay off the IPAs, save a little money for when you are a father, right? Right? 
you can drop a couple lbs right so you can become a father once, once you're a father then you can just, they're all back bring them all back mm-hmm. right but uh you know ipas are out ipas are out it's there's inflation there's inflation <laughs> how do you feel about inflation uh i you know you know me i don't get political so let's not talk about that <laughs> um oh any, any more fun i mean i can give you an, i can keep going with the father times anything you want to think or anything um, to i don't think i don't you, you give one more i'll see if i think of something i mean i think another father time for me after i called out a specific carzo um would be that i think it's time for some people to start thinking about their futures. I mean, the decisions you're making now will impact your future. And what I mean by that is we look at a team like Kev, like uh, Get Downs on it, made around thir- like 40 transactions. And you know what? His team has totally stepped it up. You look at a team like, I don't know, mine, um, and you're going to look at it and say, you know what, there's a reason – the people on the, who've been great on the waiver wire, wire have a chance. And there's a reason why some people aren't. Um, so I say you got to think about your future when you're making decisions. That's a fantasy one. A real-life one would be for a friend of mine. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I thought I had one. I didn't. And you're up. Um, Father Tom's a, a tough one. Yeah, I don't know if I don't I don't I don't want to get too I don't want to get too personal with people. I've I've got some advice for some people, but uh yeah, I don't want to get too personal. I don't want to make this mean or anything. <laughs> All right, then let's get to live free or die. Um held and beliefs you will die on always commit to. So my number one is that the toilet paper and the uh what's t- toilet paper Oh my God, I'm being so dumb right now. There's one uh, paper towel rolls always must be facing down. So you must pull the towel down rather than from underneath. Ah, yeah. Oh, if, yeah. If you go from under to up, you I, I can't deal with you. No, I feel like that's one. I mean, I, I agree with you. I feel like that's one that like, I mean, who are the people that don't do that? You know? No, there are some. Have you have you met them? Who are these people? <laughs> the people who don't recognize the difference. I don't need to call them out on this pod because you know it's so popular. Um, but there are people who do the opposite. I'm gonna go. You know, I'm gonna use this as a hill to die on. I mentioned it. I mentioned this not too long in the group chat, but I have to because just we're in the season. But. The the two worst, not the worst. That's that's not a good term. The two most overrated days of the year, by far, by far, are the day before Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve. Oh, I hate New Year's Eve. They're just they're 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 horrible. I mean, you just you go out. If you go out to a bar, it's it's packed. You can barely get in. You know, depending on where you live, you barely get in. Uh, you know, they probably dra- they they jack up prices. Uh, you, cost of an Uber or a Lyft just skyrocketed. I mean, like you don't even, you don't even realize what's going on. You you miss all the college football games. 
God forbid there's college football playoff on that night, right, or a big bowl game. You know, I, I, I'm selling those so much, especially New Year's Eve. Um, I'd much rather just, you know, get drunk at a, maybe a, a smaller, smaller, you know, smaller, more informal party at a house or, uh, you know, with a couple people and then just melt on the couch the next day. I'm more of a New Year's Eve type person. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, New Year's Day. Yep. Totally agree with that. Um, New Year's Eve is also way overly expensive if you're trying to go out. Yes. That's another huge thing about it. Big overhead day. Night before Thanksgiving. Also, I mean, it's hometown hero night. Um, or just annoying family night. Kind of agree with you. Hot take that I or lit my another live free or die is gonna be that um, Sundays in football must be for watching football. Um, if you're not watching a game on one of those days, you can go. Um, you gotta use appropriate language. You can go say adios to yourself and run a lap. Um, just kind of need football on Sundays. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I, w- I would add on to that hill that uh, NFL Red Zone is a must on Sundays. You must be watching NFL Red Zone on mm-hmm. Sunday. If you're watching anything, it must be NFL Red Zone. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I've never liked a good team that plays on Sundays, but uh, like, I feel like even if I did, if I had to choose NFL Red Zone or my team playing at 1 o'clock, I'm picking Red Zone, I think. Right? Because I'm still going to see them a little bit, the important stuff. <laughs> and I get to, you know, watch everything happen in the fantasy league. You're going to see my boy Scott just go after it for seven straight hours of uninterrupted football. Mm-hmm. Fantasy's a mo- I mean, I, I, I do enjoy the social aspect of Sundays. That can be, but, like, I think the social more – I mean, I've been busy, so I haven't been that social. But I think top social day of the week should be Saturday and not Sunday. But I do love watching college football at the same time. Let's see, what other hills? Are, oh, here's the one. I mean, this is probably the cost. Well, I'll get scoffed. I'll get scoffed at. You know, that's a good term for scoffed. I won't get shit from it because people that will disagree with me, they're scoffers. Mm. Some of them weren't born scoffers. They turned into it. Maybe because of this. Duncan is superior in every way to Starbucks. In every way. In every way. In every way. Cheaper, tastier, bigger drinks, better food, donuts. I mean, yeah, and food. I don't even know what the hell. Oh, and their menus in English. (laughs) Right now, right now, I want you to tell me, small, medium, large at Starbucks. How do you say it? Five, four. Three, you're in line. Oh, 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 oh. Now, Karen Grande Inventa or something. Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, you know, they said a Duncan small, medium, large. (laughs) No, I I mean, have you have you had Starbucks before? Are you just saying this? Yeah, I had Starbucks last week. My wife likes it. She went, no, it's fine. Like, I'm not like, oh, Starbucks disgusting. I will not eat, drink Starbucks. Of course, I will. I mean, it's just like a sugary coffee drink. Yeah. Yeah. But it's more expensive. I'm, yeah, I have no idea what to do when I get in there. 
that's for sure. Uh, like I said, I don't know how to order. I don't know what I want. Um, the food wise, I rarely dabbled in it. I do like their cake pops, but I don't think they're any bigger than a better than a donut. They're worse, I cake think. They're small. Stink. What? Cake pops kind of stink. Yeah, give me some donuts. Give me some freaking donut holes, right? Um, some munchkins, but I don't hate it, but it's just it's not as good. <laughs> you can't really compare the food. I think I think coffee-wise, Starbucks takes it by a gazillion. Um, I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, it's they got. I don't. I mean, Starbucks. It's below Aroma Joe's. It's below Tim Hortons. Stop. Aroma Joe's is probably second. What's Aroma Joe's? Uh, such a flatlander. It's a New England thing. What? Yeah, Aroma, Aroma Joe's. <laughs> New Hampshire thing or New England thing? I think it's New England. All right. Well, any any more liver three, liver take, um, any more other takes? No, that's, that's enough hills, I think. Yeah, I think I think we kind of just covered it. I think one thing I need to say food-wise, considering we just covered a ton of food, is that I think the most underrated dish on um, Thanksgiving has got to be macaroni and cheese. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's not, that's not a traditional dish, but if someone's – they're cooking macaroni and cheese on Thanksgiving, that's pretty awesome. You know, that oven-baked, like the uh, – mm-hmm. well, it's underrated. You can put it on anything. It's great. Um, that sort of thing. Now, we got to go to our Mount Rushmore where we're on food. Best foods to cook on the weekend. Uh, so this can be Saturday or Sunday. You can take it however you want. We've done a lot of food on this. One thing I want to do is that my first one. So this is what we're making, not something to order. So you can't say something like sushi because I can't imagine that's fun mm. to um, make. So my number one food, I would have to say my Mount Rushmore of foods to make on the weekend. has any. Eggs. I'm going eggs. I think any any season, Chris. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, I interrupted you. Eggs. Um, I think it's just a like, and I mean by any way, great way to start your day. Easy to make. Wake up, kind of make them right away. Um, can make an omelet. Can put it with anything else. I just think it's the most consistent thing that I kind of eat on the weekends. Great hangover cure. Great food. Just awesome thing. Okay. All right. I like that. I like that. I mean, mine's similar. I'm going, um, this is probably pretty standard, but I'll start my Mount Rushmore off with it. Just a full American breakfast, you know, mm-hmm. eggs, any way you want them, sunny side up over easy scrambled, you know, give me some sausage patties, links, whatever you want, bacon, toast with butter, right? You could even get a little crazier. I like to do biscuits and gravy sometimes with it. Right, but just a standard big fat greasy, you know, a little. It's the weekend. It's the weekend. Little extra butter on all of that, right? When you're making those eggs, little extra butter, right? It's the weekend. When you're making that bake. I mean, I, I do people even make bacon on weekdays. I don't really think so, but right, I, you know, on the weekend, if I'm making bacon on a Sunday morning, I'm probably gonna yeah. if you make salt on it. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But full American breakfast. That is a great, um, a great choice. I think my number two. I think I got to change menus. Just a burger, nothing better. And by burger, I have to rephrase it. Kind of manning the grill. So I will say my favorite thing to grill is got to be a burger. 
Um, anyway, adding all the sides to it. I mean, kind of Coke-out vibes. I don't think I got to say anything more than that. Yeah, you know, I probably would have included a nice cheeseburger on mine. Oh, I mean, my che- I'm not a fucking psychopath. I mean, cheeseburger. Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, my burger, I mean, all the fixings. So you, anything you want to put in it, you can put in kind of – you could go egg. You could go onions and peppers. You can go literally anything you want. On it. I'm just name those two. Onion, like anything. So I think that's why it's going to be up there. Mine, I'm, I'm going to pivot away. I know you said it couldn't be takeout or anything like that, but it's not. I'm going to pivot away from the home cooking a little. And I'm going to go leftovers. Leftovers are a quintessential, you know, early morning hungover weekend food or a late night, you know, stumble in the house. What can I throw in the microwave? Right. Do I dare try to heat it up on the stovetop in the oven and fall asleep on the couch? My wife kill me. Let's see. Right. Might taste a little better. Might set the fire alarm off. But, uh, you know, wait, what's better than like, some leftover Italian food, right? To throw into, to heat up when you're, you know, need a little extra juice, right? Some leftover pizza on a Sunday morning. You know, someone, someone leaves their leftovers in your fridge. They've been there for a day, right? They're yours now. Love that on a weekend. Gotta love it on the weekend. Uh, Number three for me, frozen pizza. Nothing better than kind of having a couple going to the frozen pizza. Consistent Sunday night, kind of just being lazy move. Frozen pizza is so easy. Nothing. You don't need to do anything. Um, throw it in the oven. Cheap. Easy to make. Not a big deal. I like I like that. Um, we do that a lot. You know, man. I just, I just love food, and now I'm, it's hard to leave something out. I'm going to go, for me personally, a great, great lunch. You know, probably a Saturday, right? Not hungover, hungover or anything, but a Saturday lunch. Um, I love a good panini. Like a ham and cheese panini, right? Oftentimes, maybe or maybe some leftover chicken or something. Make a panini at some chop up some veggies, put it in there. That's a good one for me for a lunch on a Saturday. You know, greasy but not too disgusting. No, I think my final one. This is shout out to Chris's pool. Um, a sausage and shrimp bake. Um, in the in the uh, foil bake where you put in the foil kind of cook it put it in a pan cook it for 30 minutes on the grill nothing better mm. sounds you get, good. Be there to experience kind of like a crawfish bake that sounds good oh crawfish boil make easy yeah, exactly crawfish boil fourth one you know i don't want to i don't want to be too limited here but i don't want to be too gentle either so i will say i mean it's a sunday night Mm-hmm. Carrie's about to come on and sing. We're all about to pick Snapchat or see a story. Yep, 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 yep. What is better than a nice ice cream sundae? Oh, right. Or really any variation of ice cream. You know, take it out. You can get it. McFlurry, plain out of the tub, soft serve, frosty. 
you know, or all the fixes with the brownies, the cookies, sprinkles, chocolate syrup, caramel sauce. Mm-hmm. Right. But an ice cream sundae as you're sitting there, you know, just to just to take your mind off those Sunday scary, those yeah, Sunday scary is what they're called. Yeah. You know, just for a few minutes, you know. Love that to end the weekend. No, I think I gotta agree with that. Ice cream Sunday kind of is fucking life changer. Um, so let's cover our four. Now, gambling odds. Let's throw out a couple right now. We've been on for an hour, been an impressive podcast so far. Kind of has flown by. Um, easy to have a guest like you on. So um first and uh, first odd I gotta throw out there has gotta be and since over under three people engaged by next year. You gave me two, three, over under three. So over you, under over you, under three. It's plus two hundred odds. Yes. Ooh, over under three plus two hundred odds. Three is a push. Ah, uh, yeah, no, under, under, under. Wow. Three's a lot. Three's a lot. I think there's probably some guys in the group that have uh, some commitment issues, maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah, good point. Um, good point. Uh, next one, we'll hit another over, under, over, under amount of pounds that will be gained in our group chat over thanksgiving week so 20 guys um, 45 pounds uh, you're kidding <laughs> over i was gonna take out a calculator <laughs> 20 guys you don't think everyone's gonna gain at least two pounds over the weekend mm, you're probably right what? <laughs> Seventy. Well, I, I mean i guess are we talking like weight that's gonna stay on for you know no, a long not. time, right? Or we step on the scale Monday, and if we're talking like we step on the scale Monday, I think twenty guys. I think this group chat is gaining easily over fifty pounds. So you know, I'll throw my life savings on twenty, whatever you said, whatever number you said, twenty-five. No, I said forty. Forty-five. I'll, I'll slam it. Whatever. Sixty-five. Sixty-five. So we're looking at about a little bit over three pounds a guy. Yeah. You know, it's hard because we know Zoe will probably lose weight, right? He'll probably run, so that's going to cut into my, like, eight pounds of weight gain. Alec will probably do something weird up there in the rock. Yep. Yeah, I mean, uh, we can't change the bets now, but I'm taking definitely taking the 40 for sure over the 65. Yeah, 65. 65, I'll do under. I hmm. 65 I would do under, considering the runners. Yeah. Agree. Um, I'm going to take the under 65. I'll take the over 45. Um, next little odd. We'll hit over under amount of dual owners we have next year, two and a half. Interesting question. <clears throat> Over under amount of dual owners we'll have next year, two and a half teams. Um, I think for sure. If so, I think if if we're saying that, like, all right, if you want to be a dual owner, you can be a dual owner. We're not increasing odds like payment or anything like that. 
Yeah, I'm thinking like you know, charters probably be like dual owners of like Davies or something. Hmm. Hot take or like, or like you know, or I could see Anderson doing the same thing with like Metzger or someone like that. I don't know. Yeah, I would take the over. Right, we already have one, mm-hmm. so I would take the over on that. So right, we know we know Nookie we know Nookie is gonna try to jump in with somebody, right? We don't know if they'll succeed, but. We know he's going to try to – he'll probably try to make a team into a three. Mm-hmm. No, got to agree with that. Um, I would slam the over. Yeah. I think I think we'll see a little bit of low-core co-ownership. Maybe we'll increase the pot by a little bit if you're a co-owner, maybe by 50 or whatever. Um, we'd have to figure it out. Obviously, not a discussion for now. But I think we see the over two and a half. Um, next one we'll hit, we'll do is um, how many Liberty League championships will the St. Lawrence Saint win in the next 10 years? One and a half over under. Um, wow, it's tough. <clears throat> one and a half is tough. I don't know enough about their roster. I know it looks like they're losing a lot of good seniors, mm-hmm. but I know it's five and five this year. And honestly, right, they lost to RPI in overtime by two. They lost to, was it Hobart? They lost to a very close game, right? Yep. Right. So, like, you can make an argument they could, they could very easily be seven and three. And I watched that Endicott game, which I think they end up losing by like 13 or something. But I, I also like they're. I think if they play Endicott at the end of the season, they win that game. Um, I think St. Louis is a better team, so I'll be optimistic here, and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say the over. Okay. I'm not put a lot of money on it, but I would say the over. I would put the bet out there, and I am let you know. I'm gonna let myself be a little biased here. It's a little of an emotional bet. Okay. Respect it. Definitely respect it. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I another one I'll hit. Uh, I, I'm not to get back to what I was saying. Not gonna lie. Um, kind of down on the program right now, as been noted in the group chat. Um, bro, uh, reasons I just kind of want some changes in the program, but keep it at that. Um, so those are, and I want them to do good, but. We'll see. So, um, yeah, I got really nothing else. Anything you want to mention, Dylan? Awesome one hour and six minutes. No, I think that's all. Um, I think that's all, man. You know, I should have, I should have shut up for the past week. I would have, I could have said everything I say in the group chat. I could have saved it for this. No, no, anything, any, no, anything. anything you want? Appreciate you doing this for the uh, for the league. Yeah, I appreciate that. You catch a lot of flack in there, um, especially from me, but uh, we all respect you, right? Yeah. I'm sure Sam's going to say something about this this uh, podcast being too nice, but uh, mm-hmm. who the hell cares? Not us. <laughs> all right. Well, Dylan, while you keep on running around my kitchen, um, thank you so much for coming on. Awesome pod. Uh, Great to have you on. No full names, no nothing like that. Pleasure as always. Um, Have a great night.
All right, man. We got to get on con. Later. Adios.